0: Good morning, Heritage. Today is Wednesday, November 8th. This is Mr. Neese, nice, and you are listening to The Griffin Rundown, a weekly podcast for HCA. I hope that you are listening together on a way to school this morning. Moms and dads, we hope this is an opportunity to um, listen with your children to be able to talk about things going on in the life of the school, and, and then we'll also often consider some some cultural things and, and then upcoming events and, and recently uh, happened events, some, re- some events that have recently passed. So, And in that light, the annual dinner was this past Friday, November 3rd. It was a beautiful evening. Thank you to so many who gave up their time to come. Uh, There were 400 folks in attendance. It was a wonderful opportunity to give to Heritage. And uh, even more importantly, I have heard so, so many comments from individuals just straight to me, uh, probably about 15 or 20 at this point, uh, from folks who said that they left with a new appreciation for classical Christian education and what we do at Heritage. So uh, I think that the night was a a big victory uh, on several areas. Um, most importantly, uh, actually, just that folks left invigorated and reinvigorated for heritage and, and classical Christian education. The keynote speaker was. One of our very own faculty, Mr. Nolan Graham, he was masterful in sharing the vision for heritage and and classical Christian education and how what we do here is distinct, and and then also about the end goal of education. So uh, wouldn't you know it, we were not recording that night. My mistake. So Nolan will be in studio here this week recording his talk and, uh, and so then I will push it out here. We'll push it out as, as a separate standalone podcast. And, uh, truly I think, um, about 400 folks in the audience sat spellbound for about 25 minutes listening to Mr. Graham. So we're going to get that out to you s- soon. So stay tuned. This week is also the spelling bee for, for students in first through eighth grade. It is, uh, this thursday i believe that's tomorrow so um hey parents if your children are a little anxious about the spelling bee as i know can be the case um great opportunity to remind them of it's it's not just about spelling but great opportunities in being able to stand in front of others and and standing and speaking and and just preparation for life so uh even if they hate spelling or they they think they're not that great at it it's it's a wonderful learning opportunity so uh, spelling bee is is this week also, tree lighting ceremonies are coming. We have an annual tradition where the sixth graders each year, the sixth grade class, donate an ornament to the school. They go they go uh, with mom or dad and pick out an ornament that they like. They write their name on it and the year, and then... Uh, They bring that in on a particular day and they get to decorate a Christmas tree with me that then we light up uh, at the schools at Bainbridge and at Peninsula. And then on the day when we do a big lighting with all the students, the principals will read the Christmas story and then we'll sing a carol and the kids will get a cookie and then they'll go back inside. But this is a wonderful tradition for the kids at the school. So, hey, be as as you're considering this, um, it's something to look forward to, students, as you approach sixth grade. And, and then it's also just a great community building event where we can look towards celebrating the birth of our Savior Jesus. You might have heard me say recently last week that Boy, most people at Heritage end up coming not because they got a flyer in the mail or they saw something on social media from us. Instead, most folks come and, and register for their kids and check us out because of word of mouth from their friends and colleagues. So uh, moms and dads, this is for you. We have some events that are upcoming. Uh, in fact, we actually... Today and yesterday, we have prospective parent days here in Peninsula. This is an opportunity for parents to come and see the school in action during the day. They register for time slots to come. We also have uh, prospective parent days coming on the 16th in uh, Bainbridge. And then next week on the 14th, we do have a couple of events also. We have a shadow experience for the rhetoric kids, the high school kids on the 14th. And then that evening, the 14th, is also a prospective parent night for the study center. So it's an evening for... Uh, in Peninsula for Families Interested in the Study Center. That's our two-day-a-week homeschool partnership with families. So um, several opportunities. These are all on the website. If you didn't catch that and you need to back it up, that's fine. But uh, you can also direct friends to the website, and they can see all these dates and register. So would you please help us in in letting friends and, and family members know? And then while while I'm at it again, I, I want to take the opportunity again to encourage you to download the Heritage App you can go to the app store on whatever your device is and, and type in Heritage Classical Academy. There are many reasons why. And I'll just highlight one per week. But uh, one big one is we can send out push notifications. And so this is just an opportunity for us to send out reminders for big days like early dismissal or when there's a snow day. This is one of the one of the ways that we're able to communicate with you. Oh, something big's happening and and you should know about it quickly. So that is one benefit of of downloading the app. So would you do that? Go to the App Store, download the Heritage Classical Academy app. You'll have to type in your info like you do for RenWeb, and then it'll populate with your students' info and and your family info. We had a great time touring the property with all of the fifth grade and under families at the Pepper Pike campus on Monday. Thank you to so many who came. It was great to see so many faces, a lot of excited families and children. So thank you so much for making the time to come out. We continue to look toward closing date in the near future, and and we're praising the Lord for how He's been providing and, and how we know He will continue to. So thank you for coming to the tours on Monday. And then families, don't forget that we also have a hymn of the week each week that we're singing with your students here at Heritage. And the one that we're singing with your children currently is Rock of Ages. So again, moms and dads, if you want to go and and find that online and maybe sing with your kids, um, or uh, if you don't know it, boy, maybe go on YouTube and find a version and, and learn it and sing along with the kids. It is a good one. Okay, well, now it's time for Your favorite segment and mine. It is the joke of the week. And since I asked Mr. Bond earlier what his favorite joke was and he couldn't come up with one, I went to the next Bond down the line. I have here Mr. Asher, who's a fourth grader in Peninsula, and I asked him for a funny joke, and he had one for me. So, Asher, are you ready to share your joke with us, bud? Yes. All right. Lay it on me.
1: What do you call a cow that gets in trouble a lot?
0: I, uh, I don't know.
1: Grounded beef.
0: <laughs> How appropriate that that's coming from the principal's son of all things. Asher, thanks for sharing the joke, buddy. You're welcome. All right, that was Asher in fourth grade. I'm very happy to welcome into the studio, Mr. Bond. Mr. Bond, as you know, is the head principal of Heritage and the principal of the Peninsula campus. And the reason I've asked Mr. Bond to join us today is to talk us through the portrait of the graduate for Heritage Classical Academy. This is one of the most important documents we have in our school that serves a lot of purposes. So, Mr. Bond, I'm very happy to welcome you to the Griffin Rundown. And just as an opening question... um, what is the portrait of a graduate at Heritage and, and what purpose does it serve?
1: Well, hey, Mr. Niece, thanks so much for uh, letting me be on today to share. Uh, you know, we put this together a few years ago because we kept finding ourselves uh, asking the question of what's the end goal of education? What are we really after here? And so we came up with the portrait of a graduate, which helps us to ask and also to answer that question uh, of what is... How do we gauge our success here at the school? And of course, you'll hear us talk often that um, we don't gauge our success by high test scores and lucrative careers and getting into certain colleges. And those are wonderful things and things that um, our students have done and will continue to do. Um, But it's not the end goal of what it is that we're after. We're about forming and shaping a particular person here at the school. And so the portrait of a graduate provides um, answers to that. And so you will see this, as you said, it's a foundational and important document for us. You'll see this hanging in the classrooms all across our campuses as just reminders of what it is that we're really after of what kind of people are we trying to produce if they walk through the hallways and classrooms of Heritage Classical Academy.
0: Yeah. Thanks, Mr. Bond. how does, um, how does this, even before we dive into the content of what's in it, how does this serve a purpose at Heritage? Maybe both in the back room as you and I and, and the principals and others are, um, doing things that are unseen. And then how does this play out maybe in the front room too, with, with teachers?
1: Yeah. So a few different ways that we're utilizing this portrait. Um, first it, it, it truly serves as a lens through which that we are evaluating, uh, programs and offerings and events and and clubs and curriculum uh, to where we're able to say, does this A, B, or C that we're considering here, does it match up and line up with what we're truly hoping to produce in partnership with families and churches? Um, Will this help us towards this end of um helping boys and girls grow into men and women of of these qualities here. so it's it's a lens um, that helps us. It's also something that I keep ready and on hand at, at my desk as I have uh, the occasional visitors to my office um, and while we might have conversations about um, some decisions and some behavior that needs to be corrected, um this is something along with with scripture that we go to and I might have a conversation with a student of all right, hey, let's talk about. This is what we're trying to turn you into. This is what we're trying to produce in you. Um, how did we do? Were we loving God? Were we loving others? Were we showing rightly ordered affections? Were we serving those around us? And so, um, it, it actually kind of helps in those um, those moments and conversations in the principal's office with students um, in those disciplinary or corrective um, ways. You know, we're also walking through this as a staff, and so we meet with our teachers um, a few times a month uh, before school, and we're going just point by point walking through this in some really fruitful conversations um, to where we're considering um, how does this play out real time in the classroom with our teachers and our students. So those are just a few ways that we're using it
0: um, in the seen and the unseen ways. All right, you just gave us a, a sneak peek into some of what's in it. So, um, but you told us explicitly earlier, you know, the the preamble to the whole doc says, "Hey, that we're not on about high test scores and college acceptance and and just making a lot of money one day." Those sound like great American dream ideals, but not necessarily the the dream of the the Christian parent. So, uh, we know what the end of education isn't. So, would you take just a couple minutes and and walk through the the seven things that are actually in the document of what is our end yeah that's right
1: so the document has these several points and uh for sake of time i won't elaborate on every single one of them but give kind of a thirty thousand foot view of of what they are so the first one is to love god uh, and so this comes straight from scripture of when, when jesus answers the question of what is the greatest commandment and he says it's to love the lord your god with all your heart soul mind and strength so The first one is love God. And then the second point is actually the second point of Jesus' answer. So love God, then love others. Just as Jesus said And the second commandment is is like it, to love your neighbor as yourself. And so those are the first two parts of the portrait of graduate students that um, understand and know who God is and that they are living in a way that brings Him glory, Um, that they love others and they are putting others ahead of themselves. The third point is to love learning. And this is where we would maybe unpack a little bit of the the classical model of education, where we talk about the trivium, about the the grammar and the the logic or the dialectic and the rhetoric stages of education. Uh, We talk about the richness of our curriculum, about the great books that we're reading, about the studying of classical languages, about how we take all subject matters, and we approach them in a very unique way as a classical Christian school. So love learning. Next one is Rightly Ordered Affections. Uh, This is something that I talk with our students quite often about, and it's helping them to love the right things. Um, So we know that our hearts are drawn to give themselves to something. We will worship something. Um, So we want to help students who love what the Lord loves and in turn hate what it is that the Lord hates. Um, So that our students are virtuous and they're upholding that which is true and good and beautiful, and which is ultimately found in the person of Jesus Christ. So they have rightly ordered affections. They love the right things. The next one is to reason wisely and speak eloquently. So especially as our students grow up and and are working through the uh, the curriculum and the logic and the rhetoric stages, they have a, a proper understanding of how to present good argumentation. They've been taught how to ask the right questions. They've been taught how to think clearly and then how to be articulate and to be winsome and persuasive in their communication style. Um, And and this is ultimately with the end goal of uh, of standing and delivering um, the good news of who God is and what He's up to in this world. So they can reason, reason wisely and speak eloquently. The next one is to possess the tools to go and learn anything. So that's one of the the great and just very pragmatic parts of classical education is we're teaching kids not just facts and information but we're teaching them how to learn so we're giving them a tool belt of how do i have these skills and these tools to go and approach and learn whatever it is that the lord calls me to when i leave here and then the last one is to be active in the church and in service to the community so we want students that are giving them of themselves to understand um, the value and the priority of the Christian community, um, the bride of Christ, the, his local church, and that they see that as non-negotiable, and that they're also looking to be generous and and serving uh, the church and the community
0: around them. Super good, Mr. Bond. And uh, what we didn't say. So what we didn't say yet is we also talk about this. If if you. If you're new to the school within the last three years or so, we would have talked about this with you in the admissions process. This is something we talk through with every parent on the way in the door during admissions interview is the portrait of a graduate. And we say, hey, this is what we hold out um, as our ideal of what we're hoping to uh, lock arms with you so that when your children are leaving Heritage at, at age 18, we hope that we're locking arms and saying this is the type of man or woman that um, mom and dad you're walking out to whatever the Lord has for them next. So this is truly our, our end game. And, and as Mr. Bond said, it really is a lens and, uh, and a shaping document for us in so many ways. So Mr. Bond, thanks for joining the podcast today. Uh, anything else that you want us to know before I let you go? Any funny jokes for us? Oh, thanks, Mr.
1: Nice. Uh Any funny jokes? I, I loved Sarah Schwartz's joke last week. Um, My children have been telling me that one all week long ever since we listened to it. Uh, Let me get back to you on a joke. I don't have one readily coming to mind, but go Griffins.
0: That's what happens when you put people on the spot. All right, Mr. Bond, thanks so much for joining us. Have a great day.
1: Thanks, Mr. Neese. Thanks, Heritage.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the Griffin Rundown, and be sure to catch us this coming week on Tuesday. It'll be dropping on Tuesday next week. And until then, have a great week. Thank you. God bless.